Welcome to Draft Vice, Walter, uh, doing a solo cast, because uh, I don't have my buddy Quinn with me today, but uh, what's up, motherfuckers? I'm here to talk to you about the 2019 NFL Draft. It's the draft this week. Talk about the defensive lineman right now. Talk about the edge, the edge of uncertainty. Uh, edge number one, Nick Bosa, clearly, duh. I don't think anybody had, like, I know there were some rumblings about Josh Allen, uh, the Kentucky outside linebacker. He'll be a little bit, he'll be on this list soon. But I, I don't think there's a more well-rounded or more expected number one than Nick Bosa. Uh, dude's elite, he, you know, was, get, was getting more production in his first year than, than multiple picks in this draft combined. So, I don't know. I, I know he didn't play this year. There are some question marks with the injury, but and then him taking off for the rest of the year. Like, he didn't play for about half the year this year. But I just, I don't know how you look at it any other way and see a, a prospect who is more safe even on that point. Like even, And you can look at it with his brother Joey. Uh, he's performed very well. And I, honestly, he possibly could be better than Joey. Some have argued that. Uh and Joey's had his injury issues, so you can also look at it from that perspective. But yes, number one is Nick Bosa. Number two, I just previously mentioned him, Josh, the Mosh Man Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Josh, 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 Josh Allen. Josh Allen, uh, outside linebacker, can play DN, can cover people i think you know underrated aspect of his skill set if you're running in a three four and you, you want to use him as a true outside linebacker in a three four uh but even still just having that versatility i know he doesn't have a full uh full set of pass rush moves and has to work on a counter and he his spin move almost looks kind of pathetic. I think there was one time where he was spinning, and he, he tried to do a spin move, and it was basically, I'm just going to rush you backwards kind of deal. Um, but in general, I still believe in what he has as a player, and if you can't find some usage for him, and, and maybe that's a little high. Maybe having him number two overall is a little high for a guy who, um, but he's he's got the size. He's got the athleticism. Uh, he's He's constantly gotten better we've seen improvement year on and year in so he went from a guy who maybe last year would have been a top 100 pick to a top 10 pick this year and i i i like the next guy on the list too brian burns but i just i i'm at least not as worried with josh allen holding up in the run game uh, and eventually developing some other pass rush counters and developing as a pass rusher. So, yes, number two is Kentucky uh, edge rusher Josh Allen. Edge three, I already mentioned him, Brian Burns. It's going to be probably a theme of this is I'm going to go ahead and relate to the next guy on the list. Brian Burns, extremely athletic. He has a variety of pass rush moves and is constantly working at it. And I, the reason why I have him so high, and I – I debated having him ahead of Josh Allen. Is his he really works in his pass rush repertoire, um, and he even worked to bulk up before the combine. Likes to get a little bit of and now he's got a little bit more junk in the trunk. Still only two fifty, but you know he's going to develop. He's going to get bigger. I mean, there's you know, Olivier Vernon 
uh, coming out. You know, Olivia Vernon's played at 250-something at that point. So 250 is kind of the minimum of what you want for an edge rusher. Uh, still like Brian Burns. He's still versatile, extremely athletic. You saw him in some linebacker drills at the Combine. I I got to say, I like Brian Burns a lot, and I, I, he's probably 2B if Josh Allen's 2A, and it's just how you want to use him. It's just your personal taste. And honestly, I, I could see somebody, if you're Oakland and you're picking at four, uh, I could see them taking Brian Burns over Josh Allen. I could see a team liking Brian Burns over Josh Allen because it's – what tends to win is knowing the the tr- is knowing the technique, and I can see Brian Burns winning with technique. That's going to relate to the next guy on the list, Cleveland Farrell, Clemson edge rusher. Yes, Cleveland Farrell, he wins with technique, length, and strength. Big muscular guy, he can kick your ass. Ah, uh, yes, Clemson D line's been. Uh, oh my God, there's so many guys in this draft who might go in the top fifty, at least three. And we got the first one that I think will probably end up going. Uh, maybe the second one will end up going. Uh, yes, Cleland Farrell. He's number four on my edge list. Uh, I just think technique-wise, he's just so sturdy, so sound. We've seen him do it against elite players. Uh, we saw him go up against uh, Jonah Williams, guy who's going to go in the top ten, hopefully, as a tackle. At least he's the number one tackle on my board. And he just utilizes his length and technique and has a pass rush plan. And that is important when you're talking about edge, especially when you are maybe not the most athletic guy in the world. Having a pass rush plan is useful. So, yes, uh, pass rusher four, Cleland Farrell, getting to you with the plan, the length, and the power. And, again, holds up really well in the run game. So that's something some teams really look for. Great 4-3 rusher. Uh, my fifth guy is another guy who gets with you with a plan, but also has some great athleticism. I'm going with Chase Winovich, motherfucker. Yeah, Chase Winovich. I can't be the guy who says I, I'm the, the. I might be the highest on him. I might not be the highest on him. And I gotta say, I'm. Uh, I just he he is athletic. Surprisingly athletic. Uh, I I don't know if it, it's because he looks like Thor, but he's got that long flowing locks. Maybe that's why I like him. Uh, he's. He actually wins with pass rush moves. He's solid in the run defense. He's better than his uh, teammate Rashan Geary. Rashan Geary, he'll be on the list too. He'll be on the two lists. Yes, he. Uh, I I take Chase Winovich at at five. Like I said, holds up well in both the pass and the run. Has a variety of pass rush moves. Again, gets you with a plan. And I said plan is important. No, he's actually probably more He's probably more athletic than Cleveland Farrell. At least in the testing numbers, he came up as more athletic. Uh, number six is actually a guy who maybe doesn't win as much with uh, technique. But it, it, it's Montez Sweat, right? Montez Sweat has a potential heart issue. So he might slide in the draft. Has some legit athletic length. Really good against uh, – very good in the run game. Very good in run defense. Uh, still needs to develop more as a pass rusher, but has an uh, immense length, really athletic, tested extremely well. And sometimes when you see guys who test extremely well, uh, you, you take a chance on them. This is you know maybe the guy who's kind of more – I would take him more towards the back end of the first, and especially with the, the – and that was before the heart concerns. But, yes, he's a guy who I, I legit like as a defensive player. I think he's good. I think he uh, he holds up well in the run game. There's a lot of teams that could utilize him. I know there was talk about him going top 10 or top 15. 
I don't love him that much, but I could I would take him as a first round prospect. I'm not low low, I'm not high high, if you will. Uh I have Jakai Polite as number seven. Uh I I've you know debated this and I, I maybe even take guys later on the list ahead of him because uh you know there's character concerns. I don't personally know the guy. Dude, tape is legit. You can see he's an athlete when you watch him play. Uh, kind of might be this year's Arden Key. Uh, I think that's what it's going to end up being. He's going to be this year's Arden Key. He's going to go later. Uh, going to be a little bit lighter in the junk trunk, if you will. But he's got the he's got the athleticism and the rush plan and the moves to be able to do it. And I just think he's going to go as a third-round pick. Uh, I think that's the earliest I'd be willing to take him. But as far as, like, legit how he plays... It's kind of where I have him right there. Uh, number eight, Rashawn Gary. And this is a guy who I have him on another list as well. Uh, probably be better if he played three technique because he's got a legit bull rush, right? He's, he, he's good with that. I'm going to go ahead and use what I, I'm going to use my power to beat you over, right? And I like that. It's a, but I, it, as an edge rusher, you need more. You need more of a plan than just, I'm going to out bully you. Uh, it's how you get guys who just don't end up playing very well in the NFL. I could see certain teams playing really well with them. Uh, the Seahawks, if you will. Uh, they, I'm sure they can develop them. They seem to develop uh, discount D linemen all the time, guys who've been casted off, guys like uh, a Deion Jordan, a guy like uh, Barkevius Mingo, if you will. Guys who have been may not be great in other systems, might not have developed somewhere else. But again, like I said, if you find a way to utilize him or you eventually are able to target what would make him uh, a better player, then yes, I could see utilizing his skill set and turning him into a legit prospect because he's got the athleticism. He's got the size, uh, the spark profile to be a legit player. But, you know, doesn't go in with a pass rush plan. Really good against the run. Pretty good against the run. Uh, but just the pass rush moves don't aren't there. He, you know, he gets beat. A lot of the times. So now maybe in the NFL, if he's playing on a, a deeper D-line, like on a rotation, maybe along the Eagles D-line, or again the Seahawks, if they took him, kind of the player that they like taking. I, I could see him working out. Christian Miller, athletic. Uh, injury issues have held him back. Uh, Christian Miller is my, my edge nine. Uh, but he doesn't really show a lot. Like you just can't see a lot from his tape. Not a lot of edge. Uh, not a lot of pass rush moves. Like I said, I probably have Rashawn Gary maybe at the end of the first round, early second. Whereas uh, Jakai Polite and Christian Miller, I wouldn't feel comfortable taking him to the third round. So maybe Rashawn Gary should be higher on the list, along with uh, the next guy, Charles Amenahue. Uh Again, another guy who might be able to more versatile uh, defensive lineman. We've seen him go. He'd be the one guy who gave a headache to Oklahoma's uh, O line. Uh, gave them fits all day long. One of the few guys to multiply, uh, just constantly give Kyler Murray some headache uh, before he ever saw Alabama. So uh, Charles Amenahue, I think he's a, another guy who kind of reminds me of a Trey Flowers kind of player. Him and the next guy on the list is Zach Allen. So that's Rashawn Gary, 8, probably should be 7. Uh, Ja'Kai Polite, 7, probably should be 8. Christian Miller, 9. Charles Amenahue maybe should be a little bit higher. But, again, it's all kind of how you feel these guys will be in your system, right? Uh, if these guys played without any red flags, this is probably where I would have them. But this is along with the uh, – uh, but mentioning those red flags, they might be switched. So 
like I said, Ja'Kai Polite strictly on tape and perceived athleticism because he didn't test very well. Uh, dude, you need a new agent, like, stat. Uh, really, I don't get, like, if you, how do you not test well? I Just don't go. Don't test. You're better off, right? You might have question marks, but nobody's going to be able to tell and those go off the tape. So just don't do it, right? Just work out. Don't test. Maybe not uh, a good thing to be suggesting to people. A man you I'd have as a second rounder, uh, Zach Allen, second or third rounder. These guys maybe don't have the ceiling, but maybe have a floor and have some legit pass rush potential. Uh, Zach Allen's got a solid bull rush. Uh, again, maybe like those guys are more in the Trey Flowers category. Can kind of get at the quarterback, bull rush, kind of be used in a, a stunting and uh, maybe uh, a gaps, uh, a multiple gap system might be able to get at the quarterback. Uh, again, I think the, some of these players are guys like New England love taking and playing around with, or even uh, the Eagles. Again, teams that know how to use versatile D linemen, edge rushers who can kick into three technique. Uh, last two guys I have are LJ Collier, uh, can attack the step point, athletic for uh, 280 pounds, but he has limited pass rush moves. And then uh, Anthony Nelson's a guy who I just like. Uh, limited athleticism, decent production, didn't really see him go up against a lot of high-end uh, high caliber players. But, again, a guy who I kind of like. So I'm going to go ahead and step up to bat for him and say, like, I would take him in the third round, maybe. Yeah, probably about third rounds where I'd take them. These are all guys I'd take in the top 100. So that was that. That was my edge rankings. I know it's only 13 players, but hey, that's who I'd take in the top 100. And if these guys seem to fall further down, I would hop on it, motherfucker. Peace. Please subscribe, like, follow me at Brojo Death Punch, B R O J O. Death, like the end of life. And punch like what I did to your mother last night.